Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Heart Over Hype podcast. I'm your host, Shamar Charles, and I have a very important message for you in advance of October 9th's voter registration deadline. Stay tuned. In 2004, when Sean P. Diddy Combs was shouting, Voter Die, I laughed like everybody else. But after seeing COVID's impact on our communities and the federal government's abhorrent handling of the biggest pandemic in over 100 years, Diddy sounds prophetic. I'm a black doctor, a black public health doctor at that. COVID-19 hit white communities hard, but it has a vice grip on black communities evoking memories of an aphorism I've heard one too many times from black Americans in my lifetime. When white America catches a cold, black America gets pneumonia. A study from Yale found that black Americans are 3.5 times more likely to die from the coronavirus than white Americans. This isn't surprising given that black people are more likely to have pre-existing health conditions such as asthma, high blood pressure, and diabetes as a result of underemployment, substandard housing, inferior health care, and lack of access to healthy foods. The virus merely unmasked inequities that have existed for hundreds of years. And now the nation has a glimpse into the lopsided destruction inflicted by disease on the black community. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. But there's more. The disproportionate impact of the virus on black communities is not the only traumatic event that needs addressing. Premature killing of black Americans at the hands of the police is now the fifth leading cause of death in our communities. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake, and so many more. Cries of arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor have fallen on deaf ears. And the image of police officers shooting Jacob Blake eight times in the back while his children watched are ingrained in our minds. In the wake of these events, the Black Lives Matter movement has highlighted that moral victories and symbolic gestures no longer cut it. As the dust settles and we begin to unpack the events that have led to this transformative period in our history... One thing is clear, this administration does not give a fuck about black lives. Black Americans and our allies must carry the momentum of the Black Lives Matter movement to the polls and vote in mass like our lives depend on it, because they do. Undoing this legacy of disproportionate harm requires various transformative actions, beginning with electing decision makers who are committed to creating more equitable communities. Black mistrust in government is not unfounded, but continued civic engagement is vital to supporting healthcare workers, health disparity researchers, and people like me who are fighting tooth and nail to achieve health equity. Your vote in November may be the difference between the reinstatement of the pandemic response team in the National Security Council or not, police reform or not, increases in public education funding or not, the creation of affordable housing programs that focus on fair market black home ownership or not, you get the point. 
If we don't vote people into office who advocate for initiatives that support our daily livelihood, we can't expect our tax dollars to be spent in our best interest. But we have to do our research and we have to hold our elected officials accountable. I'm not insinuating that you just give your vote away or that this election is the only election that matters. But I am trying to convince you that the next election is always the most important one. And that it's our civic duty to exercise our right to vote and to get something for it. Our vote is transformational. America knows that. That's why they go to great lengths to suppress it. But thanks to the NBA, shout out LeBron James and Adam Silver, Stacey Abrams, and countless others, we might have a level playing field for the first time in our lifetime. If I haven't convinced you to register, if I haven't convinced you to vote, I'll leave you with these two thoughts. A, a non-vote is likely a vote contrary to our collective well-being. And B, in 2016, President Trump boasted about voter apathy. He said, and I quote, the African-American community was great to us. If they had any doubt, they didn't vote. And that was almost as good. The election was largely decided by fewer than 80,000 votes across three states. Our votes matter. And if that doesn't convince you, then I don't know what will. Voting isn't the only outlet for political change, but it is one of the main ways to make our voice heard on issues that affect the black community. Voting is more than a right or a way to pay homage to our forefathers who fought so hard for us to have it. Voting in large numbers is a way to control the narrative and cement the legacy of the Black Lives Matter movement. Cultural anthropologist Margaret Mead famously said, Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. That rings true now more than ever. While the COVID-19 pandemic and police misconduct present an existential crisis for each of us, it is also an opportunity to learn anew and marks for many of us, maybe for the first time, that our destinies are inextricably intertwined. On November 3rd, we must make our voices heard at the polls. We must vote together or risk dying apart. See you at the polls. We going ultra black, I got a toast to that. We don't fold the crack. We going... Occasion we rose to that, fuck on postal We going ultra black, watching the global change Hop in the coldest range, hip boy on the beat This shit poster slap, we going ultra black We going, we going Rhythm and blues, pop, rock, soul to jazz To my toes attack, how I look being told I'm not supposed to brag, nobody fault I tell the truth, I know what's facts We ultra black, gray stone, skin tone But multi that, multiple colors We coming all shades, mocha black Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.